Hello again, and welcome to the Victory Bible Podcast. Uh, This is Pastor John Pittman of the Victory Bible Baptist Church in Tobaccoville, North Carolina. We're glad you've decided to tune in and listen with us today. I pray that it'll be a blessing and a help to you today, an encouragement to you today. And uh, God bless you. Thank you for tuning in. That primer that thing, paint that thing, put a good engine in that thing, put some nice wheels on that thing, ride it down the road. But it was in a junkyard. Well, that's just like us, ain't it? We was in a junkyard, but he salvaged our lives, and now he's making a difference. Amen. Well, it's near salvage, but it's even better than salvage. Salvation is a source or means of being saved. You ever heard somebody say, boy, that's, that, that, that's, that's what saved us. That's what saved us. If it wouldn't have been for that, we wouldn't have been saved. Boy, if wouldn't have had a life jacket on, they'd have died. Boy, if they wouldn't have, if they wouldn't have had an airbag, boy, that's what saved them. That's what got them out of it. Uh, boy, can I tell you this? Can I take time out and say this? If it wouldn't have been for Jesus, I'd be burning in hell. If it wouldn't have been for Jesus, my life would be a wreck and a ruin. If it wouldn't have been for Jesus, I tell you, I would not have been saved. Hey, but because of Jesus, that's what saved me. That's what changed me. That's what made a difference in me. Thank God for Jesus. Amen. If you want to put a name with it, I believe if Dick Sedaris could have a picture of a person's name who best described it. You had to put a picture of Jesus beside yeah. of salvation. Amen. Yeah. He is salvation. Yeah. Yes, he is. I wrote down this. Salvation means saving from harm, risk, loss, and destruction. Yeah. Ain't you glad he yeah. saved you from harm, risk, loss, and destruction. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. He saved us from hell, but he saved us from sin. He yeah. saved us from bondage. Yeah. He saved us from being useless. Amen. Yeah. I'm thankful he did, ain't you? Yeah. The reception, your reception, the definition. I think they ought to, listen, no, no amount of persecution can take us away. Yeah. No matter how bad life gets, you can, you can get poorer than Job's turkey. And it won't take away the fact you've been saved. Yeah. Amen. You can have no money. You can have no car. You can have everything in the world going wrong. You have your family being sick and trouble hitting your home and your life. Hey, but if you're saved, nothing will ever take that away. Nothing will ever make that go away. Hey, listen, salvation is eternal and everlasting. And you find it in Jesus. Amen. And since we have it in Jesus, I'm telling you, no matter what comes, no matter what happens, it's going to be all right. Amen. Amen. Not only, not only the reception, your reception, the definition, but let me give you, I see an a, a investigation. And no, it ain't America. Amen. There's, there's a lot of them going on right now. But we're not talking about America's investigation. We find some people in the Bible investigating some stuff. Look at verse number 10. Bible said, of which salvation the prophets have inquired and searched diligently. Who prophesied of the grace that should come unto, unto you? But I wrote down this about this investigation. They had an investigation that inquired. That just means to ask. That just means to want to know something about. Inquire just means I'm seeking to know something about this salvation. These prophets were saying, somebody tell me something about this salvation. And here we are tonight enjoying it. Amen. They're begging to know something about it. And we're sitting here enjoying it. Amen. But you think we got it. We think we got it bad. But we're enjoying stuff that prophets never even got to enjoy. 
Abraham was a good man. I'm telling you, you read all through the Bible. Amos is a good man. Zechariah was a good man. Hey, John the Baptist is a good man. But I'm enjoying something right now that they didn't enjoy. You are too. It ain't as bad as you think it is. It ain't as bad as we think it is. Oh, my soul. Inquired after salvation. Verse 10. Boy, I wrote this down. They were interested in a season. They's interested in figuring out when Jesus was going to come. Look at verse 11. Searching what or what manner of time the Spirit of Christ which was in them did signify when it testified beforehand the sufferings of Christ. They were wondering, well, we know that He's going to come and we're really desiring to know something about this salvation that He's going to give when He comes. But when is He going to come? Well, I'll tell you what the Bible says about it. When the fullness of time was come, that He was made of a woman. Hey, hey man, He was made of a woman. You know why I said that? Because there wasn't a man involved. Amen. He's a virgin born son of God Pure and holy and undefiled Amen well, I say all that to say this The investigation says They were looking into salvation Wondering what in the world that was He's writing down stuff Telling us about what's going to take place Then they were sitting there interested And when this Jesus, when this Messiah, when this promised one that would be born of a virgin as said in Isaiah 7, 14, that in Isaiah 53, that they said would come as a root out of a dry ground, the virgin birth, the miraculous birth of the Son of God. Amen. They was wondering when this one would be crucified. They was wondering when's this going to take place. Boy, they was longing for it. They was longing to know more about it. And here me and you sit tonight, it's not as bad as we think it is because me and you are enjoying what they long to know something about. Them prophets long to know something about Jesus. And here me and you sit knowing all kinds of stuff about Jesus. They sitting back there saying, boy, I'm writing this down about a, a man be born of a virgin. I just wish I could know him. I wish I could holler back to Isaiah and say, hey, Isaiah, I know him. I know him. And let me tell you, Isaiah, it sure is good to know him. Amen. Not as bad as you think it is tonight. But we need encouragement. I believe we can find encouragement in these verses. Let me give you this, an investigation, the definition, your reception. But let me give you representation. Look at verse number 11. Verse 10, I'm sorry. Of which salvation the prophets have inquired and searched diligently to prophet, uh, who prophesied of the grace that should come unto you. Hey, boy, I wrote this down. They, 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 they taught us three different things about representing things. They represented Jesus before Jesus got here. They were giving us symbols and types in the Old Testament. We talked about the tabernacle not long ago. And all of them offerings point to Jesus. All of them point to Jesus. Amen. They say, or they say living bird. That's crushed. And the Bible talks about Jesus being bruised and wounded. And they crush that bird over running water. That means living water, don't it? That means water is moving and alive, right? Well, Jesus is the living water. That's what we told that woman in John chapter 4. He was the living water. Amen. He's the one who created a well inside of a sinner and make them brand new. Well, I thought about that bird, but Tony, he took that bird inside of an earthen vessel. Ain't that what Jesus was in? An earthen vessel. Amen. He was inside of earthen, earthen flesh. 
And he was crushed and wounded. So was that bird running over living water. And that blood filled the basin in the bottom of that sea. And they took that other bird and dipped that other bird. And that pictures a sinner on their way to hell with no hope of grace or mercy. And they dipped the tail of that, of that bird in the blood of the sacrificed bird and let him go free. That's a picture of a saved child of God getting set free by the blood of Jesus Christ. Amen. Well, listen, you look all through your Bible, you can find types all the way through your Bible. You can find Exodus 12. They put blood on the doorpost and death was passing by and death killed everybody where the blood wasn't at. The blood wasn't on the doorpost. You didn't get to live. But yet God had the Israelites put blood on the blood of the lamb on the doorpost. Ain't you glad we had the blood of the lamb of God, Jesus Christ, on the doorpost of our heart. And death can move on along. And death can go on to somebody else's house. And hell can go somewhere else. Hey, because we can't go there because the blood's been applied. Yeah, man, for grace. I want to give you just one, de- one, one picture in the Old Testament of the grace of God. 2 Samuel chapter number 9. I love 2 Samuel chapter 9. Blesses my heart. I love 2 Samuel 9. Listen to what the Bible said. Thank you again for tuning in to the Victory Bible Podcast. Hope you'll tune in again. I want to leave you with a verse. For the wages of sin is death. That means because of mine and your sin, we are in this flesh and in our first birth doomed to an eternity in hell. But I'm glad the verse does not end at that section. Praise God. It ends, it says, But the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. And I say that to say this, if you've never been saved, today would be a great day to ask Jesus to be your Savior. It says, for whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. And earlier in Romans 6, 23, we just said it was a gift, a free gift of salvation for anyone who'd come to Jesus. If you're lost, I pray you get saved. If you're saved, I pray you got encouragement and help and a blessing out of this podcast today. Hope you'll tune in again. Hope you invite somebody else to tune in with you. God bless you.